Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Anonymous Podcast Concepts Study. My name is Lee, and I'm an addict. And tonight, we're going to be going through concept three, and we're going to do some quick intros before we get started. So I'm going to go to my co-host, Des. Come on in. Hey, everybody. I'm an addict named Des. Uh, glad to be here tonight. Um, my clean date is July 24th, 1995. Um, my home group is We Choose to Live out of Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. We're a fully virtual meeting, and I attend meetings in um, the Wisconsin region and virtually around the world. Glad to be here. Yes. Come on in, Phil. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is uh, uh, Phil, Phil M. Uh, my clean date is 4-1995. My home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania. Thanks, Phil. Come on in. Our, our guest tonight is Gino. Come on in, G. Uh, hey, everybody. My name is Gino. I'm an addict. Uh, my clean date is April 7th of 2017. My home group is New Attitudes in Slidell, Louisiana. And I attend meetings in person in Slidell and virtually. Thanks, Gino. And I'm Lee. I'm an addict. My clean date is 82787. Uh, my home group is the hybrid meeting of Open Mind on Monday nights in New Orleans. So let's go ahead and get started. Phil, you're going to start us off at the bottom paragraph of page six. Okay. Uh, third, uh, third concept. The NA groups delegate to the service structure, the authority necessary to fulfill the responsibilities assigned to it. The delegation of authority can do much to free up both our groups and our services. Services, decisions not directly affecting the groups can be made expeditiously or phone lines H and I panels, public information efforts and literature development projects can move forward at full speed to serve NA's primary purpose. And the groups not required to ratify every decision made on their behalf at every level of service are freed to devote their full attention to carry the NA message in their meetings. Uh, yeah, that that is uh, huge, huge. And uh, it's just the, the reminders uh, of how powerful uh, our uh, groups are in a um, service structure and the responsibilities and things um, they they have and uh just the the meaning of uh a purpose that, that they do 
but uh, it's talking about things uh, in uh, that service structure, which are things that are just, just so helpful uh, to the members and especially with um, carrying our primary purpose. And um, that's just what it's all about, having so many integral parts to to do things, uh, to work and, and free the home group up and uh, collectively coming up together uh, so many groups to fulfill and having those uh, responsibilities and things assigned to each integral part, which I, I just think is just, just so, so cool. It does uh, free up a lot of time and, and this and that. And I can just speak for my, uh, my, my hunger, my hunger could not do all the things uh, that uh, I just read with uh, H and I uh, panels and literature development and things, but, uh, but, um, but just the power and control that the, 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 the groups have. And then the, 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 the groups are, um, uh, or, or the ones really run, run the show. You know, we think, we think it's like world down, but, uh, but um, it really doesn't go that way. The, the, the groups have the, um, the power to um, delegate um, these things. And, um, and um, and and the other thing with the uh, uh, authority and responsibility, uh, um, the groups need to be answered to. Things need to be fulfilled, and they need to be answered to too. You know, who's ever doing their part of whatever uh, needs needs to answer to the um, the groups. Um, it's still. Um, I guess having uh that uh devotion and things and uh uh I guess the uh just the main thing uh is uh that primary purpose uh we got and uh with so many things uh, working together like it says uh uh can move forward at full speed to serve to serve NA's uh, primary purpose. I know my just one home group uh in 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 my area, like whatever, it's just it's just not gonna cut it. We need a whole bunch of them and um, uh, people working, and and then the, the services um in there too, working too to to um enrich, enhance that uh primary purpose and and to to carry that that message, and um and that's all I have. Thanks, Phil. Come on in, Des. Yeah, uh, thanks for starting us out tonight, Phil. That was that was um, it's important stuff that we're reading this, I think. And um, I like I like that line about projects can move forward at full speed to serve NA's primary purpose. And I was thinking about I was thinking about us and some of the stuff that we've talked about in the past weeks. Um, wondering why a motion maybe that shows up in the car doesn't show what group it originated from. And I did a little research and I was like, why don't we list that? And then I realized that um, what, you know, the, the beauty of NA service is that um, ideas bear no name, right? Like it's like a ego and lack of pride thing. And, and if somebody said this came from my region or this came from my home group, or this was put in by me, 
and then it, it goes onto the floor. It becomes a, a piece of our fellowship. It becomes a piece of NA, right? And and if I would put my name on something, it would almost remove the anonymity of it, the privacy of it, the 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 power of the whole group, the power of the fellowship making decisions. So I like I and I read ahead on I, I was doing a little third concept uh, research this week and and um like I I think about a home group I I've had a couple because I've moved a little bit they've all been in Wisconsin that's where I've always been and I think about a a thing that one of my home groups brought forward to our it went to our area and then it went on to the region and um and it was and it was really beautifully handled and i thought about this a lot and i thought there was a time when my region had decided to no longer um be a part of the zonal piece of of service they had just said yeah we're not going to we're just going to remove ourselves from it we're not going to be listed and um and then what happened is my home group was asking we were just asking about what are zones like people didn't know and so we started to look into it and we had a pamphlet that talked about the zone where we geographically are seated. And um, it still showed a picture of Wisconsin on there. And we were like, well, why are we still on their picture, but we're not part of the zone and we didn't understand. So we sent a motion onto area and then area started talking about it. And then we said, we would like to consider reseeding with our zone because we thought there was value in working with you know the other uh, regions that are part of the zone. And then it went on to the region and then we got, and I got to be the, I think it was the alternate delegate when we returned to the zone and I got to go to the zone and, and be welcome back, you know, my, my region. And, and it was kind of cool. And, and um, the thing that was really super neat about that is that um, when we talked about it at the area level, it was just like, oh, well, here's a motion and no names were attached to it. We just talked about it, a proposal. And then it went on to region and again, it wasn't like it came from this group. It was just part of everybody started talking about it and everybody could put their opinion and their ideas in. And it it really grew beautifully. And then um, in our particular story, we had a, it, it started a regional service learning day that we had in our zone. And um, what happened was the first one was in my region. And when it happened, I got to see my region do a lot of healing with their angst about being part of a zone. And um, it was really pretty, pretty nice. It was nice to be part of that. But, um, and I only mention it because I was really perplexed about, you know, I, I struggle with why, why do some motions have to say where they're from and some don't. And, and I still kind of struggle with it, but I'm getting through it. And I understand the value of putting things out to the floor and letting, letting the, um, the, the power of a group conscience speak, which is always better than my conscience for real. So when, when it's a collective group of addicts all thinking in the same direction, things turn out really well. When it's when it's Des's direction, it doesn't always turn out well. So I wanted to share that. So thanks so much for letting me share. Thanks, Des. Thanks for sharing that. And Phil, you when you said this is huge, that's that's absolutely accurate. Um I can't imagine what it would be like if the group had to ratify every decision that that's made in our fellowship. That would be such chaos. Um, and you said something else about, it, in my opinion, the pyramid is five layer. It's really six from the member to the group, to the area, to the region. Des just expounded on zones 
and then Whirl is at the very bottom of the service structure, in my opinion. Now, it, there, there are probably as many opinions about that, that as there are people, but that's the way it was taught to me. And, and, and that was a beautiful story Des just shared with us. Um, once an idea or a proposal submitted, it becomes we, it becomes ours. And, and that's having that, I wish, I wish our listeners could see my arms right now. I just got goosebumps when I said that, literally. And not, not so much in 2023, but in 2018, the ideas that hit the floor at the, at the, at the World Service Conference, uh, the unity that was produced, the, uh, the camaraderie that happened was was my to date greatest experience in in, in decades plus 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 of service um but the part you read phil our groups are not required to ratify every decision made on their behalf at every level of service it frees up our groups so they can be devoted to fulfill the primary purpose and and, th and that's a beautiful thing our message is hope and the promise of freedom uh, Daz, you're ready to come in on page seven, please. Yes, I'm ready. So sorry. Okay. We often use motions and guidelines to help us apply the third concept. We clearly describe each task we want to accomplish and the kind of authority we are delegating to those who will fulfill the task. However, even the most exhaustive set of guidelines cannot account for every eventuality. Our trusted servants will serve us best when we grant them the freedom to exercise their best judgment in fulfilling the responsibilities we've assigned them. Our services must remain directly accountable to those they serve, yet they must also be given a reasonable degree of discretion in fulfilling their duties. A group service board or committee should consult its collective conscience in arriving at its own understanding of the best way to apply this concept. Yeah, that's a, another great paragraph. I, I, I know um, over the years I've seen and experienced um, where something will happen on the floor of a service body and somebody will say, because they don't like, or they don't believe in the direction, I want this to go back to groups, or I want this to go back to areas, or I want it to go back to regions. And, and sometimes it's necessary, and sometimes it feels like um, unspiritual. <laughs> That's the best word I can say. I can think of some other words, but I think the best word is unspiritual. It feels very, very um, like a controlled way of having people continue to talk about the same thing. And um, and I'm grateful that most, I think all the service bodies that I serve in for NA today are um, done with out Robert's Rules of Orders and are done with the other one that I can't think of right now, the- um, CBDM. There it is. Based decision -making. Census based decision-making, which I love because the beautiful thing of that is that if somebody wants to speak they can if somebody needs to speak they can and their voice is heard and it's and then the even and beyond that the even more beautiful thing is that when trusted servants do their do what they're asked to do 
they go back to their service bodies and say, this is what happened. And this is why this happened. And the service bodies are like, okay, we trust you. We know that you carried our, our collective group conscience with you. And, and I think that's like, it, it's a, um, it's a, it's very humbling to be that person that carries that group conscience. And it's also an, an honor to know that in NA, we trust each other like that. We trust the group and we trust what's going on. So it's a big deal. And, and I think about when I got here, I couldn't even be trusted to take a shower once a week, man. I would lie about it. You know, I couldn't even be trusted to, I don't know, um, be polite or not carry a weapon where they weren't allowed, you know? And today I could be trusted with a collective group conscience from my region or from my home group or, you know, and, and that's really, that's really pretty cool or from my zone. And, and people are like, we trust, we trust that you're paying attention. That's what I have to do is pay attention to how, what everybody's doing and feeling and listening for those quiet voices. So I'm grateful. And um, yeah, that's what I wanted to say about that. Thanks. Thanks, Des. Um, uh, uh, let's give Troy a shout out tonight too. Uh, he's celebrating his I think his 11th anniversary tonight, and we're, we're missing him and Lisa and a couple other members tonight, but our core group is present. Um, I like where it says there, I'll come to you in just a second. I like where it says there, however, even the most ex exhaustive set of guidelines cannot account for every eventuality. Um, that's a really powerful sentence. I'm grateful that my predecessors worked so hard to set up our fellowship using, you know, the 12 steps and 12 traditions as adopted by Narcotics Anonymous. And then uh, by the time I got here, we had a PI, Helpline, and H&I, and Literature Development uh, that Phil had read about that literature development piece <clears throat> is where I really drilled down in the service initially and ended up at the World Service Conference in 1992, which makes me, makes me, yeah, makes me feel some kind of way because that was when it was a completely different, uh, a completely different organization. It was the wild, wild west back then. I'm just going to say it, Daz. I'm not going to, I don't have a, a way to eloquently uh, put it. Picture, you know, the same amount of people with four lines going up to microphones to speak and standing in line at the microphones. Um, and I remember a couple a couple episodes back, uh, and, and Lisa was saying something, and I, I had mentioned how important and how prudent it is for me, especially like at my home group, not to just throw somebody into a service position because we need a warm body uh, or because we're worried and freaking out that something's going to happen because we don't have a GSR or, or uh, representation at area service. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's up to us as members to, to, to mentor, to help guide, to train, uh, Sometimes, fortunately, it happens for me through sponsorship, but not every one of my sponsees embraces uh, service the way that, that I embrace service. And, and my 
first sponsor was involved, but not he didn't go as far down the service structure uh, as I've been afforded to do. So each one of us has our role. Um, come on in, Phil. Well, that was good. You stole some of my thunder there. That's uh, that's all right. <laughs> uh, and 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 that's okay. Yeah. Um, there's a couple. Oh, uh, two must in there too. So I had the must meeting on Tuesday. You know, uh, my good old must meetings on on Tuesday. But uh, um, a, a bunch of things that uh, uh did grab me in there, and I did like the thing with uh, our trusted servants will serve us best when we grant them the freedom to exercise their best judgment in fulfilling the responsibilities we've assigned to them. And um, they don't govern. Uh, um, they're still working in the service structure and they're a, a huge part, integral part of that, um, that structure. And uh, they need to be free to, to serve and, do what they're supposed to do. And, um, you know, um, I guess I uh, hope and pray they're doing, they're, they're going to do the, the right things, uh, uh, for the, whatever, whatever they're doing, you know, can, there's so many, um, service positions that, um, that, that, um, um, our members are assigned to and, um, okay. Our services must remain directly accountable to those they serve, which, okay. They need to be responsible, come back with reports and correct money and, and accountable for things, you know, and um, and then the members can hold them accountable. And that's just all part of responsibility and accountability and answering to our service structure. And just, you know, which is all good. It, it's all like it's part of the unity. It's all part of a. Uh, serving and um you know um service um is um just what it is it's something that's that's helpful and then here's the thing with the helpfulness in the service we can all come together to help hopefully you know and then um okay um okay i, I got one of the mess uh yet we must also be Oh, given a responsible degree of, of discretion and fulfilling their duties. Um, yeah, hopefully, um, uh, well, whatever they're doing, we give them the, um, the right things to fulfill the duties too, like, uh, enough money and resources and, uh, uh, whatever it is to that they're, that they're doing to, um, get the information and, and I guess just get the job done. Um, uh, arriving at our own understanding of the best way to apply this um, concept. And um, I don't know, um, I guess um, we just need to um, um, just do, do uh, show up and, and, and do the thing out of, uh, to the best of our ability and and right, and and once again, make sure the uh, whatever we're doing, um, that uh, primary purpose is in there. That's all I got. And thank you, Phil. You stole your thunder back because I had intended to to pose a question. We do have uh, this recording on social media on Facebook. 
uh, where it says in arriving at its own understanding of the best way to apply this concept. So if any of our listeners are are into social media, please uh, feel free to jump on and uh, and ask us questions. We we love that. Come on in, Des. Yeah, and I and I wanted to add uh, another thing. You know, I already talked about this, but I wanted to say that um, I love I love that this talks about um, how our guidelines uh, help to um, make sure that we're doing the tasks that we want to accomplish. Like like um, for example, I've been involved with guideline committees a lot, and I I kind of like them, but. Usually, um, when a subcommittee or a chairperson or somebody of special interest leaves a position, they're asked to update the guidelines based on what happened during their tenure. And I think a lot of individuals don't do that. I I always do that. I'm like that stickler that's like, hey, look, I have new guidelines. But I, I think I just want to encourage everybody that as you see things happening and changing, that it's okay to ask for it to be put in the guidelines because um, I live by that hit by the bus theory. Like, what if I got hit by a bus? There's, I live in a small town. I think there's only like two buses in my town. But what if I got hit by a city bus and I couldn't show up to talk, right? But, um, but if I did, who would who would who would say that? And if it's something that happened, so I'm always like, if I get hit by a bus, I don't know where that bus is coming from, right? But if I get hit by a bus, I want to make sure that people remember this, and that's a great way to do it in the guidelines, like. Like um, not always like, oh, I know I'm going to region and with the area conscience, do I have to ask my area every time if I can carry the conscience or can I put it in the guidelines that says as a RCM, you're able to carry the group conscience. And I think that's just like important stuff. So if you need any guideline tips, let me know. I, I love guidelines. That's all. Look out for those buses. <laughs> Thanks, Des, and 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 those are those are great, excellent uh, points that you just brought up. Uh, keeping that continuity of information flowing is super super important. Um, yeah, great great point. I'm glad you got that in there. Um, and we're going to do another paragraph tonight. So come on in, Gino. So uh, sometimes we fear that delegation will mean a loss of control over our services. Together, concepts one, two, and three have been designed to help us maintain responsibility for our service structures without tying our trusted servants' hands. The third concept encouraged our groups to focus on their own responsibilities while assuring that service structure is given the authority it needs to fulfill other necessary NA services. Our 12 concepts do not ask our groups to advocate their authority, allowing the service structure to do whatever it pleases. The group, after all, have established the service structure to act on their behalf at their direction. And when the groups need to exercise final authority in service matters, they are encouraged to do so. However, in a day-to-day -day matters, the groups have given our service boards and committees the practical the practical authority necessary to do the jobs assigned to them. Uh, the first two paragraphs, you know, I really like them because it's like, uh, it, it just shows that it's God's will, right? Because fear is the opposite of trust. And so the concepts one, two, and three show that it keeps us in God's will, you know, because I've been a part of, you know, 
group votes that I wasn't in favor of, but you know, uh, the group conscious is what comes first and not just my own will. And then right here it says uh, the group When the group needs to exercise final authority in service matters, they are encouraged to do so. So it's like a fail safe for each, uh, you know, for the individual and for the group, you know, uh, so someone can't just act out of turn without the group having final say so, which I believe keeps us also in God's will. But that's all I have. Thanks, Gino. And and I'm, I'm really grateful to be here tonight. Um, there's several several things I wanted to 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 kind of drill down on a bit more, like uh, the narrative. Ha, I'll come right to you next, Phil. The narrative has really changed. In the second paragraph, it says public information, which is commonly known today as our public relations committees. Uh, Des, you had said something is interesting. You said the the term RCM regional con conference member. And in some places that like where we live, they're still considered ASRs. And so our entire fellowship has multi narratives and we're trying all to come together. Like some of the movement, there's places that still practices Robert's rules of order. There are a lot of places now that practices consensus-based decision-making and I lean to the CBDM because I love that everyone has a voice. I love that the group has the authority to guide the service structure. Um, another thing that, that, that happened along this journey, uh, back in 18, we lost two RDs back to back. And so I, I kind of got jettisoned into being the RD and, and what, little time the plan for the conference they were like oh we're just going to give you our vote of confidence and i was like no i don't want that responsibility because that's huge that's that's giving and giving me the ability to be on the floor at a conference and actually change what the region what the conscience of the of the region decided and so i i, I did learn and am still learning uh principles before my personality and 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 when when given that sort of uh that sort of opportunity how important it is for me to step out of my own way it does it didn't matter through that entire conference how i felt about a particular motion on the floor i went there to represent the state i and i did my best to represent it our region, uh, which I know, I heard I did a, a pretty decent job. So, come on in, Phil. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was good. Um, there's a couple things uh, uh, that uh, that grabbed me, and um, I um, uh, was thinking about sometimes uh, we fear that delegation will remain a loss of control over our services, and then. Um, and it goes on to talk about like concept one and two and things like that. And um, uh, 
I I I know I know for me um I'm I'm one for um for our primary purpose and the things that that are in our service structure of of really carrying the message and um I'm one of the members too that um you know um I'm not um always the one I and mean, I, I I know we need fundraisers and things like that and, hey and I love to have fun and believe me I've had my fun and early recovery in in um in Narcos Anonymous but 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 sometimes um uh, I guess my fear would be uh and um of um diversion and sometimes uh um and I could I can talk about where I'm at our service structures can can be diverted from from caring, really caring our message and be top heavy on the uh, partying and, and fun and things like that. I mean, which which can be all good things, but but sometimes we we can miss them. And that would be my fear of missing the the mark of, of that primary purpose. And that's should always be the uh, well, that's our first concept. And uh, uh, it's all it's all through the uh, the concepts and um it's just so um so necessary for me and um um there's um there was an, another thing in 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 there too that i i can't i can't think of uh it at this time i guess it was the thing of of what we're focusing on too with the responsibilities okay uh the service structure is given the authority it needs to fulfill uh, other ne necessary NA services. Our 12 concepts do not ask the group to abduct their authority allowing the service structure to do, oh, to do whatever it pleases. That's back to what I'm saying with diversion. Um, um, uh, you know, just because we give somebody um, money and responsibilities to fulfill a primary purpose thing, don't mean we we take the money and just do what we please with it either, you know, with no uh, thoughts and things. But 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 it's once again to the trusted servants, and they need to be free. We don't need to dictate, and we need to be loving and caring and all that. But um, that's just things for for I guess for me to be mindful of, and and it's still um, final authority in service. If service matters, um. That's all I got. Thanks, Phil. Come on in, Des. Yeah, I almost put my hand down, um, but because Phil covered it a little bit, but I just wanted to talk about the word abdicate because it says our 12 concepts do not ask our groups to abdicate their authority. And I remember getting this concept book early, like when I was in the treatment center still. I don't know, somebody thought that I would read it and I did. <laughs> and I remember seeing that word and I was like, what? We don't have to, they don't have to surrender. We could still like have an opinion and talk about it because I was so excited because sometimes it feels like um, as an addict, nobody cares or nobody wants to hear what I have to say. And, and, and for me, when I saw that word abdicate means to just give them the power, just give it to them, just let them do whatever they want. And um, that's not what we're doing in NA. It, we still are allowed to talk about things and bring things to the attention. And and um, I remember early on when I started like emailing the world board members like with one or two or three years clean. And I think they got kind of sick of hearing from me sometimes. They'd always say, no, no, we're not sick of hearing from you. 
but um, I think they have to because I email them a lot. And, and I encourage everybody I know that has questions to also email them a lot because we need to let them know what we're thinking, not to be annoying, but if there's a question, you can absolutely send it in there. And, and I think that's the beauty of NA. Like I don't have, I can't email the president of the United States if I want to, because it goes through like a hundred different layers, but I can talk directly to, to other people in service with me and sit down and have a conversation with them, whatever level of service they're in. And I really like that about NA. And if I have an idea, I'm allowed to express it. And I'm allowed to encourage other people to also express their thoughts and ideas. So I just wanted to say that. Thanks. Thanks, Tez. And you are one of the cool kids. Uh, anyone, you are. Anyone can can talk to any layer of our, of our service structure. And uh, that's interesting that I think Phil initially, it was either Phil or you, Des, who brought it up initially, right before I got on here, I was on uh, FD, Fellowship Development, with, uh, with a, a few of our Zonal members. And the first PowerPoint presentation that's gonna be done this year is gonna be in May in Lone Star, one of our, our member regions and it's going to be on what is fd because a lot of people don't don't they're not even aware we have the support of of zones and and des i was so glad to hear you talk about your region rejoining because there are resources there that my group probably could do but then it could and phil was talking about diversion it could divert us if my group tried to do all of these things it would totally divert us from our primary purpose. And so uh, just real quick, fellowship development is, it's a lot of our services all combined together, like outreach, uh, public information, public relations. Uh, we used to have these roving groups of people who would just load up in a vehicle and go to a different town and, and, and help, help fill up a meeting. It's all of those things combined to, to make members of our fellowship aware that, that we're esoteric, but we're not secret. I love that little part that's in, I think that's out of the basic text that it's esoteric, but we're not, we're not a secret organization. So it's just another way for us to, uh, to carry the message to the addict who still suffers. Thank you. Um, I'm wondering, are we gonna go to the next paragraph? We do have a, enough time. What do you guys think? Give me a thumbs up if, you, if you're with it. Uh, looks like we're going for it. We're going for it. I, uh, I'll go ahead and do a little reading on this one. Delegating authority can be a risky business unless we do so responsibly. To make concept three work, other concepts must also be applied consistently. Most importantly, we must give careful attention to the selection of trustworthy, trusted servants. We cannot responsibly delegate authority either to those who are fundamentally incapable of administrating that authority or to those who are not willing to account fully for their actions. However, if we select our leaders carefully, 
choosing those who can be trusted to be, I'm sorry, to responsibly exercise delegated authority in fulfilling the tasks we've given them, we can feel much more comfortable with the concept of delegation. And, and, and there we go again, Phil, it goes back to what we were just saying. Uh, I'm, I'm a member of a, of a really large group, which has a lot of home group members. And we do take the time to, to ask people questions. Um, we do create opportunities for the new, new members, like they can help us set up, they can be a coffee maker, they could be a greeter, but because of it being a large group and it has a, a complete treasury system in place, it would be unfair to give someone would say 20 days, you know, several hundred dollars to, to manage and, and pay our bills. That just, that's not a, a sound decision to make. So uh, that paragraph really spoke to that uh, through me, but it, I had just said that if we select our leaders carefully, choosing those who can be trusted to be re responsible and exercise the delegated authority. And I remember when we first started, us being addicts, people were like, well, I have a problem with that word authority. Yeah, because we're addicts and, and that's normal. That's normal. Nobody wants to be, you know, under someone else's authority, but that's not, I don't think that's the spiritual principle of authority that these first three concepts uh, are, are referring to. So come on in, Phil. Yeah, that, that was a good uh, uh, paragraph too. And uh, um, uh, it, delegating authority, yeah, it can, it can be, it's, it, I think it's always a risky biz, uh, business with our members because of uh, humanness and uh, you just, you just don't know. You just, uh, I just always try to like, like pray for the uh, the best things in um in our members, but you just never know. You just never know, and sometimes you just gotta leave. Um, or I just gotta leave things up to um uh go on my understanding. But uh uh th this thing of of delegating um um our, our members into authorities, yeah. Uh, I mean, we can we can we we screen them. I know, like like um. Lately, with with the um, GSRs, uh, uh, group service rep representatives in uh, in uh, in my in my region, uh, the, well, at one time there was like a time uh, a time requirement on them, but but for the lack of members serving and this and that, how the fel uh, fellowship in my region is gone, uh, it just seems like uh, anybody that's coming to the door, they're trying to like put them in that seat, but when it comes to the Area levels with trusted servants and regional things that they're there too. They are they are more screened because the policies and things do dictate uh, a lot of things as to what they they should have, you know. But even in the um, the um, group with with trusted servants, you know, uh, uh, we we may ask, uh, do you have a car? Uh, you can get to the meeting, or you on the bus line and things like that can can you at least get there and 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 able to perform the duties of whatever it is and even in the area that they're too too uh i've asked asked the members do they have transportation and things like that do you have some kind of uh income too 
because it's still back to um, re uh, responsibilities uh, uh, for the uh, the members and uh, trustworthiness and and trusting our trusted servants and and um, I guess that's that's a huge huge blessing to do to to trust. I need to be trust. I'd like to be trustworthy. I hope I am. I want to be, you know, but it's it's to the other members too and and hope hope and pray that they will will do the um right things. But but sometimes um we just know with our members that they're not capable of of doing things. And uh I'm one for not um giving our members rope to hang themselves when I when you know something, they can't perform it. You know they got problems with this and that, and just don't put them in there where they'll, you know, um, you know. I'm not gonna say be a disaster, but you know they're not gonna fulfill the, the, um, uh, position. And um, you know, and uh, like like I said, it's always a risky business because even 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 our 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 uh, members with time to uh. You know, they, they do what they do too. So, you know, you know, I've seen the the uh, member with the less time be the more honest, trustworthy thing. And the, and the person who's been here for for uh, a minute, you know, you know, they done really messed up, you know. So, but it's just, it's just risky. You know, addicts are, they do what they do. And that's all I got. Thanks, Phil. I'm going to go to Des next, and then Gino, if you would wrap us up with that last paragraph after Des's comments, that would be awesome. Come on in, Des. Yeah, I just I, I just wanted to say um, two more must, Phil, two more. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I also wanted to say that I love that it says, um, you know, we cannot reasonably uh, delegate authority either to those who are fundamentally incapable of administering and that authority or those who are not willing to account fully for their actions. And um, yeah, that's a risk, but that's why we ask the question. So I always, I'm, I'm generally a person who asks the questions and I want people to ask me those questions too. And one thing that I just, I just like cringe on, we have like service resumes and then people will say, oh, we know that person. We don't need to hear their service resume. And I'll say, but I want to hear it. I'm always like, and then people are like, ah, you're just wasting our time. But there's somebody out there who doesn't know that person and doesn't know even how long they've been clean. If you have an NA sponsor, if you work the NA steps and traditions, these are all really important questions. And if we don't ask them, I mean, we had a an incident, I don't know, like three or four years ago, and, and a woman was voted in a service position, uh, a vice treasury, I think. And then she came and she said, well, my drug of choice was this, but I still drink once in a while. Can I still, and we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and it, and I felt bad. I felt bad that she had to ask that because we didn't, it didn't get, uh, she didn't know. And, and I think she felt bad about it too. I was grateful she brought it up before we signed her over to the checking account or whatever, but you know, but, but that's why we need to ask these questions. We have to ask this stuff. And I mean, yeah, if, if you're listening, whoever that was, I hope you're well, and I love you and anybody else that's experienced that. Thank you for being, being uh vulnerable when you do service in NA, because getting asked those questions is hard sometimes, you know, that's all. 
And and if you guys are here with, with me, Phil's having a great time laughing. I wish you could see it. It's so great. Yep, yep, yep. This is just audio. Thank you, Des. Uh, come on in, uh, Gino, and, and knock that last paragraph out. All right, I'm Gino, I'm an addict. Uh, we give our trusted servants a job. We must adequately describe to them the job we want done, and we must provide them with the support they need to complete their job. Then once we've given them instructions and support, we must delegate to them the authority necessary to make decisions related to the task they've been assigned. When our groups delegate sufficient authority to service structure, our groups need to not be overcome with the demands of making every service decision at every level of service. And our fellowship's primary purpose can be served to the fullest. With the third concept squarely in place, our groups are free to conduct recovery meetings and carry the NA message directly to the addict who still suffers. Confident that the service structure they have created has the authority it needs to make the decisions involved in fulfilling its responsibilities. And uh, the first uh, two paragraphs got two more musts. You know, we must adequately describe to them the job we want done, and we must provide them with the support they need to complete their job. You know, and that goes back to what we were just saying. You know, if, if we don't have someone that's qualified uh, beforehand, how can they understand what we're trying to convey? You know, uh, so someone, you know, checking the resume helps knock out a lot of these things uh, that is of concern. And... Uh, Yeah, then no, that's all I got. Thank you. Thanks, Gina. Yeah, that's a that's another good paragraph, and it, it reiterates uh, the freedom of our groups to conduct the recovery meetings, and the delegation of their authority needs to be respected. And uh, and Des, come on in, come on in. Yeah, I I just wanted to talk about the obvious part of this paragraph that says we must provide them with the support they need to complete their job. And before that, it says we must adequately describe to them the job we want done. And when I got clean, when, when I came in, I became a uh, vice treasurer of my area with less than two years clean because I worked at a bank. <laughs> so they thought I was trustworthy and I was, thank goodness. Right. But they didn't tell me what I needed to do. And, and I was like, are you, what like we had a function and there was this this uh little handheld safe with a key and they were counting the money and then they gave it to me and they said here you go take this home and put it in the bank on monday and i said wait a minute you're giving me this money you're just giving this is so weird i and i hadn't been trusted i'll tell you nobody i mean i did work at a bank but they didn't let me walk around with a bunch of money and a little safe with the key and and i and it was so i think i drove those folks pretty nuts in the beginning because I was like okay I brought the safe out of my car it's going under my bed and then I got up in the morning the safe is still here and then when I went to the bank I brought the safe to the bank and I think they were like who is this person but I was so afraid to mess it up and if they had told me that there was a safe involved I don't know that I would have taken that position if they had said you have to go and take this cash home with you but I did it and I got through it and I'm grateful for it but when the next person came up as a vice treasurer, I like made sure that they knew that there was, I said, here's, you're going to have this, you're going to be responsible with this. 
because it, it impacted me so much. And I think it's important to to remember that. Like they were like, oh, well, that's what a treasurer does. But I I really didn't know what a treasurer did. I I had no idea. And I'm grateful for that experience. But um, but the thing that I know about NA is it taught me to leave things better than how I found them. So I wanted to make sure, and I think that takes, you know, when I think about that, it takes me back to guideline talks and making sure that we explain things. And that's where we explain it is in the guidelines. The guidelines tell people what to expect. And um, and so I made sure that the people who came after me in the, that position were like, we're going to get a safe. And I was just, I was just at that area when I was doing delegate stuff. And they were like, the guidelines say that there's going to be a safe involved. <laughs> it was so funny because it didn't used to say that. And they're like, why is this necessary? And I didn't say a word. I just sat there. And then somebody else said, well, that's so people know what to expect. And I thought, hooray. I mean, this is like many, many years later, you know, from, from my experience, but it was really cool to see it still happening and still necessary. And I think that's the cool thing I learned in NA is that what I've learned, other people have learned and other people will learn. And it's all about continuing to pass to pass it on in a respectful, honest, uh, exciting way, I guess, to make it attractive. So that's all I have. Thanks so much. And Gino, I love that you're here with us tonight. Thank you for being with us. Jesus, man. Uh, Phil, two minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll, I will be real quick. I want to thank um, I'm desperate at it. Yeah, and just keep giving away and, and passing it on. Uh, uh, just just real, real quick. Uh, it's just that reminders to uh, back to the groups and just with the services and, and, and how it uh, uh, squarely frees everything up to its, its full, which I like for so the groups, you know, we have all those service things going on. The groups are, are now free to uh, carry their prime, that primary purpose in the uh, groups as a direct result of uh, our, um, services and it's still about the still suffering uh addict in that service structure and uh that's all i got thanks phil thanks phil and des i wanted to touch on uh you had said about the questions we ask nowadays um the question that that still makes me cringe is have i ever not complete not completed a service position and i have that in my story uh 98, moving from Seattle to Dallas. They were desperate for an H&I chair, so I, I jumped right in. And then the, the firm moved me out of Dallas almost as quickly as I got there. And I have a friend, Phil, uh, this lady named Sharon. She still reminds me to this day uh, that, that I did not complete that one, that one service position, but I did end up going back to Dallas, so it all worked out. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up uh, so we can kind of pregame for next Thursday because some of us are gonna be gone. But if you know of anyone who could benefit from this resource, please feel free to share it with them, and please engage us on our Facebook page. And yeah, thanks everybody. Appreciate everything. Uh, yeah. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. 
share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.